Hello and what's up everyone? Welcome back to another episode here on Real Resilience with Matt Lestalia. It is January 20th and I'm super happy to be coming back and spending some more time with you guys. It has been a good long while. I believe this may be our first production in 2022. So better late than never. Uh, admittedly, I desire to start doing these again much more quickly when it came, uh, when the new year came around. Uh, the, the way that I just to go into some quick things before we dive into the show, um, what we'll, what we will be talking about today is kind of how an, another way to to motivate action in our lives. And so I wanted to use a strategy that I that I have and combine it with actually a bit from uh, Kevin Hart. And so uh, it was kind of my idea and what I've said here before many times is going to be combined with with one of the uh, one of the hilarious standups that Kevin Hart has done. And uh, when I was rewatching it somewhat recently, it uh, it struck me in a way that that seems like um, it fit really well with what the <clears throat> with what my concept already was. And so I'm going to combine those things together to provide you with a new, fun, and exciting way to, to you know, light a fire under you and, and to go seize the new day in this new year. And so, but before we dive into that directly, I did want to address um, the gap in coverage here. Uh, so there were a lot of big changes going, a lot of big moving pieces. So I started out the new year we uh, rang in christmas bringing my kids from their mom from south carolina bringing them over um and then we brought them over to my parents and they got to spend time with their family they got to spend time with their aunts and uncles and uh we got to see some really close friends of mine and it was a really great experience it was a great way to bring in christmas and i was very very happy with how that went and so we brought them back got them back to their mom and then Yasmin and I flew to Puerto Rico to go um, surprise her mom for her birthday and to um, and to have me experience Puerto Rico for the first time because I've never been before and I'll tell you what it was an incredible experience absolutely incredible uh, great amazing kind people that drive like maniacs <laughs> but we did uh, we did a lot of great stuff um, we were we went hiking up this most ridiculous trail it was completely washed out with uh from recent rain and the mud was so deep like you step into it in the in the middle of these paths and it would go like up past your ankles it was trying to suck your shoes off it was it was crazy but we we saw and explored a couple of amazing beaches we went to the bioluminescent bay where you get into the water and then when you move around in the water at nighttime you can see all of these organisms uh light up around you so it looks like i don't know you move your hands really quick through it and it kind of looks like comets that are going through the sky you raise your hands up out of the water and like you can see these like lights, like stars, like falling off of you. It's incredible, absolutely incredible. And I believe there are only five bioluminescent bays in the world. Three of them are in Puerto Rico, and the other two, I think they're in Vietnam, some somewhere in that region. 
And I know that in Puerto Rico, which is probably much closer to some of you, some, a lot of you actually, now that I think about it, are listening from Indonesia and, and uh, from the Philippines. And so the Vietnam is probably a closer stop for you. I'm not sure what the status of the Vietnamese bioluminescent bays are in regards to whether you can actually get in the water or not. I know that only one of the three bays in Puerto Rico allows you to go in because it's big enough. They space people out enough where you're not going to go in there and do damage. The other ones are a little bit smaller, a little bit more sensitive to um, that kind of constant interference that we would provide as humans just going in the water amongst other things. So there's only one there. We were able to go to it and that was really flipping cool. So that was great. And it's been time with the family and everything there. It was wonderful. We came back. I got super sick. And uh, and it wasn't COVID. I tested. I, I So my, my dad and my mom got sick when we were there in Nebraska. And then I caught what they had. And so while we were there, we actually got them one of those uh, over-the-counter COVID tests. Dad tested negative. We went home. I, we were getting ready to fly out. And I took a test like the day before we flew, the at-home ones, negative. And then, uh, and then recently I took another test uh, of, uh, I don't know if you call them more legit, I uh, probably, right? The ones that the nurses actually administer. I went to like the Walgreens uh, when we came back and just because I had, I had actually had contact with somebody that was there and I was still feeling symptomatic from being sick before. So I wasn't sure if it was you know, from contact from somebody that had it or if it was just lingering effects. But I got the official test done and I was negative again. So, hey, you know, go figure. I just, uh, I may get caught by that common cold, but I'm COVID hasn't got me. <laughs> Woo! Um, thank goodness. So, uh, but yeah, so all of that to say, um, it's been a real hectic beginning of the year. We got back and... Um, and now I've, I have concluded that over the next six months, I am throwing down full stop into, into real resilience, right? So here you're seeing the real resilience video casts, blog, or vlog, whatever you want to call them, doesn't matter, um, into my into this YouTube channel. Um, there's the podcast that's associated with it, but I'm going to start, there's going to be, um, I'm going to be posting stuff daily, um, daily content for you guys. Uh, I will be doing that on a Facebook group that I will be starting. Um, I have a Facebook page you can check out, Matt Listalia. Um, if you're here, you can see that name. Just copy paste that name into Facebook. You'll find it. Uh, I think it should be Matt Listalia Inc. will be the page. Um, but I will be creating a group that will be a bit more interactive than the pages. Um, so because I actually want to engage with y'all. So if you want to engage with me, uh, engage with me, creating that group, um, and I will be providing the link for that. Um, in the meantime, I will make sure that the link to the Facebook page is available uh, here with the show, and um, and I look forward to that. I'm going to create a Patreon page where I'm going to be creating uh, content that's solely for those who want to come and uh, contribute small amounts of funds. I'm, I won't be asking for very much uh, because I understand everyone's on a budget. And so I would, you know, it will be something very simple, like you pay a buck a month and you will be able to get um, 
access to to additional content that will not be available on just straight up YouTube. So that will be coming and I will be providing links for that too. Um, yeah, so let's see what else. The training programs are going to go f into full swing. So that's that's on the agenda. I've, so what I did today is uh, I am participating in the things that I teach, right? So I, I do what I preach. You know, they say uh, that's one of the expressions. Um, oh, my gosh, I'm totally dropping it about preaching. Um, but I'm doing as I say. Right. And so I think that's really important. If I'm not modeling the behavior by using the tools that I'm providing, then how good are the tools? And so I've always done this, but I'm making sure that it's kind of an explicit effort. And now that I think about it, I should probably be documenting this for you guys so you can see how I'm using the goal setting mechanism to ensure that I am hitting my targets. And so one of part of this is to create real tangible training programs for you guys. And doing so, I already have some that are built. I have other ones that are somewhat built and need more building. And so there's going to be a lot of work in that. And I think that it would be cool. I think that would be a, a cool, fun, additional thing that I can do is kind of bring you guys along the ride for that goal setting kind of process. I think that would be really good. So now, without further ado, let's get into the show, right? So I said that I had this these... Um, this concept that I've trained before and that I've spoken of before, and I had it mixed with this Kevin Hart bit, right? So um, one of the things that I like to do, just to go with what I have said here before as a way to kind of help to guide yourself, is, um, is so let's say that you are trying to answer a question for yourself like you are trying to figure out what the best course of action is you're trying to figure out if uh if you should do something if you should not do something or what in particular you should do in this situation i have found it immensely useful and this is really simple and and like you would think that like, oh, that's that's not going to work very well or, you know, it's that's kind of esoteric or whatever the case may be. I'll tell you what, try it and tell me what you think before you knock it. Try, knock, don't knock it till you try it, right? So what I, what I have done is I have gotten into the habit of asking myself in those situations, um, you know, what would the future self, my future self, who's living the life that I want to live doing this situation. And, 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 and it's really as simple as that, um, but you wanna be as kind of specific with it as possible um, when it comes to your future self, because the future self living the life that you wanna live is a little bit too general. So, and, and these questions, these situations that come up will be different. They will be on varying different aspects and approaches and so and and things that come up in life different events and it can be something as simple as going out to eat right so if you're going out to eat with some friends and you are at uh you're at a restaurant and you're trying to figure out what to eat then you can um you can ask yourself okay um the version of me that runs that that runs marathons um, what would he or she, you know, what would I do? That version of me, what would I choose for dinner tonight? Um, like, oh, well, 
if I was doing that, then I would probably be going for a run tomorrow. If I was going for a run tomorrow, I probably wouldn't um, get the chocolate cake for dessert. Um, maybe I would avoid super heavy uh, carb loading. Maybe I maybe I would just try to stick to meat and vegetables. Uh, maybe I would have a salad, you know, in the beginning to curb curb a little bit of the appetite. You know the, you know maybe. And so I use the marathon. I, I go back to running a lot just because I enjoy running. And so that's, but you can tie this in with anything, you know, uh, what is the future me who's really fit and, and very healthy? What, what would that person do? You know, not just the future me that's living his best self, uh, that's living his best life, but gearing that specifically towards the event at hand, like, okay, well, I know that I want to live a long, healthy life. And so if there is a version of me out there that is that has the opportunity to live a long, healthy life, what would that person be doing? Like what choices would that person make? And and like I said, you can do that for anything. The, the dinner thing is a simple one. Um, but you can you can break that down and mix that in a thousand different ways. And it's actually very helpful because it, it makes it it's like we already know the answer right and really truly we do but sometimes we just need a trigger to to get us to that answer right like like it's there and we know it but it's it goes back and it kind of resides in in what i've referred to as like the gray space of our mind and so this gray space uh whatever what i am referring to is that oftentimes we will find ourselves um like like knowing what we know we know what we know but we can't always explain what we know or we can't always express it in a way that's very clear um that's why when we hear other people talk and we get like excited about the ideas that they're saying it's like oh my gosh yes it's like you you're in my head you're saying the words that i've said but you've never said those words but they resonate um and because you believe it and and it's important to you and it's like I said, it's in this gray space. It's in that spot where, like, you know it, and it's it's like when someone this this is a great example. So if you are dating somebody, um, and you guys are getting pretty serious, you've said that you love each other, and some sometimes I've seen this in in my dating life throughout my life that you know more than once I've been asked, you know, what is it that you love about? I'll be like, I love you, and they'll be like, what is it that you love about me? And uh, frequently I'll find myself, I find myself kind of, you know, caught off guard by that. I'm like, what? <laughs> what did you say? Okay, hold on. Let me, let me ponder. And they're like, oh, you don't, you don't just know. And I'm like, no, I know. I feel it. It's there. You know, it's, but it's not like just one thing or it's not a handful of things. It's this amalgamation. And, and, and I have to like work through this because it's sitting in this gray space where I know that it's true. I know that it's real, but I don't have the words for it. It's, it's, you can, it, I can prove this to you. If you take something that you find very important, one of your core beliefs and values, maybe it's, you know, family comes first, maybe work ethic. Uh, is the most important if you sat down and wrote 500 words that's it you just wrote down you could type it up too and you took one of those core values and you wrote 500 words about it i bet you that by the end like you would have come up with ideas that they were like oh yeah and then that oh yeah and then that it's not these things that are like just on the tip of your tongue 
it's like they're there in the back, but like writing it out and working your way through it helps you to process it and, and to get those things out. It's something that I actually highly recommend that people do for themselves in that regard. Uh, anyway, because it does help to gain clarity on who you are and what you value and those things that matter to you. And it's it's very useful because it helps to get you, it helps to align to better align yourself and to better align your actions with who you are because the more specific you are and more clear you are about your beliefs and about your values then the better you're going to be able to kind of live those out it's hard to live those things out when you don't have it clear when it's just in that gray space you're like i know that work like showing up to work on time and and working hard is important okay why like expand upon that and when you do then then it's much easier to live out those values. And so, okay, so all you guys at home are like, okay, well, you talked about Kevin Hart. When does Kevin Hart come in? So I was expecting some sort of funniness. Well, I'm not a comedian. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't uh, don't have those, um, those skills worked out. Uh, but what Kevin Hart's bit was about, and this is no spoiler, because this is a very old special. If you haven't, if you haven't, and I don't even remember which one it is, so. But it's a Kevin Hart bit, and he talks about... Um, his uncle coming home from prison after 15 years and he shows up to uh to like his cousin's place where his uncle is at and he's like yo yo unk you know it's been 15 years been a long time i've come up you know i'm doing well let me take you out let's go to the club let's go see some ladies i'll give you some drinks and uh and then and then that that goes into uh the bit about you know say which chest Oh gosh, it's so good. I, I get I do it. No justice. Full uh full acknowledge. No justice given. So how does that how does that Kevin Hart bit really tie into what we're talking about? You know, I, I was discussing, you know, talk with your future self, to have a discussion with your future self. If your future self in five years from now who's who's crushing it in business was there in front of you and they, and you're getting ready to binge watch your fourth season of whatever show, what would they be saying to you? You know, um, How does that tie in with this Kevin Hart bit? Well, the big thing for me was that the uncle was in prison for 15 years. And so there's actually two different ways that I think, two different strategies that are very similar um, that you can use in regards to this that, that, are very, that will be very effective for you kind of lighting a fire under your butt so you can get moving and get going. So number one, is let's say that you have a really good friend that like your best friend maybe it's your brother um maybe it's your dad or your mom you know whoever's like really close and and, and really important to you let's say that they go to prison for 15 years it doesn't even have to be prison let's say that they go and travel for 50 they're gone for 15 years and then they come and then they come back and then they see you. Who are they going to see? Like, who are they going to meet? What What are you? What will you have accomplished? What will you be working on? What kind of life will you be living in fifteen years from now? Um, and, and I think that that is an extremely powerful way to kind of look at our lives. Is is? And I, I see. The thing is, I really like the prison one. And this is the other variation of it. Is basically just saying. Um, doing tying it more closely into the strategy that i was just talking about and saying that what if you a different version of you went to prison right so you have you that's alive now moving forward on your path and you have a you that 
for whatever reason gets rolled up and taken into prison for 15 years what would you be able to show what how would you be able to um show what that version of you that went to prison missed over 15 years and not saying like these are the advancements that society has made you know what in your life will you be able to show as a result of your freedom for the last 15 years as opposed to the person who's been stuck in prison the interesting thing is that there are numerous people that go to prison that end up reading a lot of books getting educated and 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 getting out and finding a way and a path for them to gain a little bit of purpose inside of there. Oftentimes with us who are our freedom and our freedom isn't challenged, we take we kind of take it for granted and we get complacent. We're like, oh, okay, well I'll get to the goals, I'll get to those things that I want to accomplish. I I'll I'll I'll, I'll do it. I got time. I'm gonna knock it out. I just you know I have to do X, Y, and Z. I have to work at this job to pay the bills. I have to you know, and it's all very important and valid, but um. We get bogged down in a lot of the day-to-day nitty-gritty. And I think a lot of it has to do with lack of organization and lack of time. That's not lack of time management. And that's not something I'm going to dive into today. I just, thinking off the cuff, I think that that is a big part of it. Is that, you know, we don't have time. I don't have time. That's a big common, uh, you know, reason that I hear people express when it comes to them not pursuing their goals. And not making their life better than it is. And so I want you to try to make that argument to the yourself who went to prison for 15 years. Like you did what? Are you still working in the same job? Like in 15 years, do you have a plan within the 15 years to be working for a different company? To be starting your own business? To be promoted? Um and if those plans are in the gray space, we're like, yeah, I'm showing up to work and I'm working hard and I'm sure that naturally I'll come across some promotions. Like, of course, if I work hard and show up, they get and naturally, of course, we all want to be promoted. Um, but you don't have a clear plan as to what that is and you don't have it written out and you're setting yourself up for failure, man. I'll tell you what, like it's, there was, there was a simple concept that I heard. It was when you're, when you're at work, be at work, you know? And so, when you're there, you know, basically all that means is that a lot of people at work, a lot of people work now in cubicles, at desk jobs, and or now even at home. And they will uh, find themselves distracted. They'll be on YouTube. They'll be playing games on their phone. They'll be socializing with other people. And they're just not working when they're at work. And that if you work while you're at work, then you will surpass just naturally on its own 75% of your peers and you will be promoted above them more rapidly but that's just to that next level once you get to that next level you're with that 25 percent that kind of did that same thing or you know there's a little mixture of people that were just kind of tenured up they've been there long enough they're moving up but they're still playing games so you can still go beyond them to the next level after that by working when you're at work <laughs> but all of that to say and getting back to the to the main point is that you know Time matters. Time is the most valuable and un- non-renewable resource that we have. You know, there are plenty of people that have earned a crap ton of money and have squandered it. You know, the people that have done great, invested it and lost their money. You know, whatever, invested in a business and it went down. It's just, 
a million stories of people doing that. And then there's a million stories of people like that also making that money again, making more money in the future and just can, kind of continuing on this path. And so money, as we see, it's like the most obvious object of value because it's what we use to, it's, it's a, you know, it is an item that carries not inherent, but, you know, given distributed uh, value that we've agreed upon. And we use that to exchange for good. But we, we, I feel like it's much more rare that we consider that our time is what produces that money, right? Obviously, we know we get paid either per hour or we get paid per year on a salary basis. Um, but it's like that part of it gets in our own equations gets left off because we're so busy trying to manage the use of that money um, effectively once we get it. And we're, you know, we got bills to pay and we got to get our kids into school and we got to pay for this and we got to pay for lessons and we got to pay for these repairs. And it's just this constant kind of onslaught, but we'd forget that we're not, we're looking we spend so much time thinking about how we spend our money and we have all these apps and all these resources and stuff but we don't do the same thing for our time like we don't we don't hire a time manager we hire a financial manager you know and when when time and and the investment of time is what brings you the money and the proper investment of your time can change your life and can bring in significant amounts of more money than you have right now and that I mean, that's really the only way. The only way to make more money than you're making now is to look at your time. You don't look at your money. Not right now. You can do that later. You can make your money work for you, but not right now. Right now, you look at your time. And if you're and if you're trying to justify, you know, the improper use of time to the version of yourself that gets out of prison in 15 years from now, I think you're going to have a hard time doing it. So anytime that you're you find yourself kind of in these unproductive modes where you're on your phone playing games or you're watching YouTube or or you're you know you're binge watching shows on Netflix or wherever think about that version of you who's in prison right now and every day for the next 15 years that dude or that chick is in prison and they do not have the access to the resources that you have and you might think that you don't have that many resources at your disposal, but I'll tell you what, I'm one of them. I'm here to help you more than happy. I'm more than happy to sit down on one-on-one and, and discuss this with people and, and to go and look at what it is that they're doing. Um, that's another thing that I'm looking at doing into the future. Uh, here in the very short, within the next three months, I'm looking to, to open myself up for one-on-one -on -one conversations um, so I can help people manage their time. I think that that's very important. Um, amongst other things, how to properly set goals in their lives, how to look at what they have and how they can make it more. I think it's an important thing. You know, it's like I said, we we hire financial managers, but we don't hire time managers. Like who's who's out there in the time management field? Not that not that many people. I don't even think such a field technically even exists. So um, it's something to consider. Um, taking a look at that and and using these types of little mental tricks to light that fire. Right. If it takes you thinking about like, man, God, I would if I got out of prison in 15 years and I'm working in the same company doing the same thing and I'm only making like whatever the bare minimum natural raises that the company gives every year, every two years, 
I would step on my own throat. Like, and I'd be like, what have you done with your life? 15 years and you haven't, what have you accomplished? You know, you're still in debt. You're still paying on your cars. Like, yeah, you've traded, you got this, got this nice couple year old car and you're paying on it. And you're in this same location that you don't really want to be in. Like, what would you, like, I want you to live life in such a way that when you get out of prison, when that version of you gets out of prison, not you, you're not going to prison because we're making good choices here. <laughs> uh, when that version of you that gets out of prison comes out, you're boasting. You're saying, man, you done screwed up because while you were in prison, this is what I did. And was it easy? No, but you were in prison. That was hard. So all I'm doing is I'm, I'm putting my, my, self into gear and I'm not taking my time for granted. You know, quality time with family is important. I'm not saying to work a hundred percent of the time at, at the expense of your family and quality of life. I think that exercise is extremely important. I think that mindfulness is extremely important. I think that sleep is extremely important. I think your relationships are extremely important. Even with managing all of those, there is there when you manage your time properly, there are, are still enormous opportunities for you to take that step forward and, and to look at what it is that you want to do and look at the life that you want. And it first starts with clarity. If, if, if You can't start this journey without knowing where you want to go, right? It's like having that map. Like you got to, you can have a map. That's cool, man. You got a map. You see where stuff's at. Um, you perhaps, hopefully, on that map, you can even see exactly where you are. You can see a thousand different locations and places to go on that map. But if you don't know where you're going, if you don't have a destination in mind, it's going to be impossible for you to get there. You can't get to where you're going if you don't have a destination. There's nowhere for you to go. You know, if you're just living your life, you know, in the passenger seat and just letting the events of the world around you kind of drive you and push you into the next thing, then you can expect not a lot of incredible results, a lot, not a lot of incredible progress to be made in that time. Now you can put yourself back in the driver's seat. And that's not to say that when you're in the driver's seat and you have a location that la-di-da, you're driving down in straight line, there you go. No, there's going to be twists. There's going to be turns. There's going to be construction. You're going to have to go. You're going to have snowstorms that are going to shut roads down. You might be on I-95 <laughs> a couple of weeks ago and where it shut down. I don't know if you guys uh, heard about that, those in the States. But for those not in the States, so I-95 is this major interstate highway that runs up and down the the East Coast. And near Washington, D.C., the nation's capital, we got blasted with a snowstorm. And there were people that were stuck in their cars on the highway for 24 hours, like a full day. And so that stuff, while is not common, <laughs> that kind of stuff happens. It happens, and it's not good. And I'll tell you what, if you are in the driver's seat, like you're in a much better position than if you're not, you know, you can, you can have choices to make. I remember I actually, with this particular circumstance, I was like, what the hell would you actually do? Like I would, I would get out of the car and I'd leave. Like it's just, just depending on how far away you live. I'm like, I call someone like, Hey, meet me up on one of these side roads. If you can actually get there, if the roads are open and then pick me up and you're going to bring me back once the traffic starts moving. Like I can only imagine how many people did that. How many people stay in their car for 24 hours? Anyway, I digress. It's 
Um, the main thing here is is you want to be in control, in positive control, making conscious decisions about the things that you can. Now, you, there is so much more out in the world that you cannot control. Um, there's more there are fewer things than that that you can influence right you can influence more than what you can control um but you need to that's and that's where you need to put your focus on you need to put your focus and your time and your action and your commitment on things that you can control and things that you can influence outside of that it's not worth your time it's not worth your time it's not worth your energy um it's not productive you know, and so you could sit there and you can watch political shows and they could talk about stuff that's happening in Russia and Ukraine and um, they could be talking about all these different things. And, and at the end of the day, you have to look at what what makes sense for you. you know, where should you be investing your time? Should you be investing your time listening into the national news on that level when it when you're working at a job for like 15 bucks an hour, you know, or seven bucks an hour? Uh I would argue that that's not the best use of your time. If you're going to be in, you know, digesting information from the outside, you should be doing it in ways that are from sources that are going to be helping you build skills, from sources that are going to provide you motivation, you know, things that are going to help to teach you. There's so much free education out there. You've got to seize it. You got to jump on it. You got to look into those resources and you've really got to, you know, hold yourself accountable and that's that's really the the message the the message from the method that i'm discussing today is doing this and, and doing a check doing this 15 year prison you know check is really an accountability thing like are the that per that version of you that's going to prison for 15 years is your accountability buddy because when you get out and when that dude gets out when that chick gets out and they see you and you haven't done squat with 15 years, and you can shrink that timeline. You can say in the next five years, you know, and that way you can you can make some real clear goals. Like you can make some real crystal clear goals when you when you kind of zone it down to five. 15 was just what you know was said in the comedy bit, so that's what I'm using. But if you use five years, you can really zone in and 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 say, okay, this is in five years, I want these things to exist in my life. And then what we say in the military is that we backwards plan from there, right? We do some reverse timeline planning and, and we'll look at, okay, well, if I want to own my car outright and I want to have no debt and I want to be in shape, you know, like let's, let's do, let's be that version in five years. You know, I, I want to work for a company that, that mirrors my morals or I want to start my own company. Okay. Sweet. Now, now we can break down kind of each one of those into smaller chunks that are that are going to take to get there, like kind of these sub goals, these tasks that are required, um, these objectives. That's probably best. You call them, you know, set your target out there for five years. You got your objectives in order to to hit those targets, and then you have these tasks that kind of hit that that. The shorter frame, like, okay, what do I need to do? And, I mean, you break this all the way down from five years to a year at a time to quarters to weeks, you know? And I think that that's probably the best method. I will go into that in great detail, I am sure. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, and you do that. And then, and then you have 
like a list of things that you need to accomplish. Well, if I want to get this done this quarter, you know, I need to get these things done per week. And I can't do the stuff next week until I accomplish the stuff this week. So then it's very clear, like, well, I have to get these things done this week. Well, if I have all these things I need to get done this week, I got to break it down per day. Well, today I can do two of those things. Boom. Okay. Well, I have 13 more. I've got six more days. What are we going to do? And I want to make sure that I'm allocating time for family. So maybe I'm only going to account for six days out of the week. You know, but it's going to take time. It's going to take energy. It's going to take this, that free time that you have now. It's going to take that because it's very difficult to change your life within the current construct of the life that you live now. You have to change. You have to structurally change things. Um, and, and a lot of that will be around your free time because that's Again, that's leveraging your most valuable resource. So unless you have the ability to just drop what you're doing and to go full on into what it is that you want to be doing, you're going to have to make some adjustments and and there's going to be some struggles, right? There's going to be some growing pains, but there's very few people that made it to a level of success um, without putting in the work. And if you're sitting there at home right now and you're listening to this, you're you know, I mean, you're probably one of those people. If you're not already well off by happenstance, then you're probably not going to end up being really well off by happenstance. If you're not really happy by happenstance, then you're probably not going to end up being happy by happenstance. Like you, you're going to have to make investments. You're going to have to to really, you know, grit down and just and just get after it. Like you're going to have to use those times, even if it's you're throwing on a podcast that's about whatever topic it is that you're interested in, in getting better at and, and becoming a professional in. and you're just digesting that on your way to work on your way back from work dropping your kids off at the soccer game when you're at the soccer game you know and and then starting to look at setting money to the side so you can buy courses and you can learn more about this stuff you know you want to learn from people that are actively in the field right now doing it and the beautiful thing is there's so many people online that are providing these courses for all of these different things that you can buy so you can become an expert in in these fields. You can learn from the people that are really out there doing it and you can do it in a flexible schedule that's not rigid and, and isn't going to work like a like a university schedule to get a higher education. You're gonna learn from these other people on a more flexible basis because you're an adult who has kids, who has priorities and uh, and a job and you gotta you gotta stay flexible so use the resources look into it figure it out uh, but the first thing you got to do is get clear so that's your mission today get clear on what it is you want your life to look like in 5 10 15 years so that way when that version of you that gets out of prison you can take them to the club you can go get, put a bunch of girls or guys around them and you can you know flood them with drinks you can you can rent that fancy car for them to be able to drive around you know you can do these things um but you gotta be clear right you gotta you've got to you have got 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 to get clear on your goal and your mission and your purpose right without those things it is impossible to succeed so let's start there i love you guys i thank you so much for coming back it's so good to be back here behind the mic and here with you I can't wait to see you guys again. Um, because I'm making up for lost time, I'm going to make another video tomorrow. So I will see you tomorrow for another episode on Real Resilience with Matt Lestallion.